From down under to down south, follow the adventures of an Australian family who packed up and moved to the other side of the world to follow a dream of making a life in Nashville, Tennessee. I'm your host, Aussie Mike, and together with Bicky, Bowie, and Bree Bree, we will share our daily craziness in an attempt to warn you or inspire you to make this transcontinental move. It's a big good day and welcome Aussie Mike here in the chair and this week we're going to celebrate Thanksgiving. That's right, today is actually Thanksgiving here in the United States and we'll have to take a look at the history of Thanksgiving, what happens on this day, all of the yummy food that we get to eat. We'll hear from the whole family as they come down and tell us all about what they like about Thanksgiving, all that and more. Stick around. Thanksgiving Day is a national holiday in the United States and it's celebrated on the fourth Thursday of November every year. It dates all the way back to the start of 1621 when the Plymouth colonists from England and the Native American people shared an autumn harvest feast that is acknowledged as one of the first Thanksgiving celebrations in the colonies. For more than two centuries, Days of Thanksgiving were celebrated by individual colonies and states. It wasn't until 1863, in the midst of the Civil War, that President Abraham Lincoln proclaimed a national Thanksgiving Day to be held each November. But the holiday is not without controversy. Many Americans, including people of Native American ancestry, believe that Thanksgiving celebrations mask the true history of oppression and bloodshed that underlies the relationship between European settlers and Native Americans. In September of 1620, a small ship called the Mayflower left Plymouth, England, carrying 102 passengers, an assortment of religious separatists seeking a new home where they could freely practice their faith and other individuals lured by the promise of prosperity and land ownership in the new world. After a treacherous and uncomfortable crossing that lasted 66 days, they dropped anchor near the tip of Cape Cod, far north of their intended destination at the mouth of the Hudson River. One month later, the Mayflower crossed Massachusetts Bay, where the Pilgrims, as they are now commonly known, began the work of establishing a village at Plymouth. Throughout that first brutal winter, most of the colonists remained on board the ship, where they suffered from exposure, scurvy, and outbreaks of contagious disease. Only half of the Mayflower's original passengers and crew lived to see their first New England spring. In March, the remaining settlers moved ashore, where they received an astonishing visit from a member of a local Native American tribe who greeted them in English. Several days later, he returned with another Native American named Squanto, a member of a tribe who had been kidnapped by an English sea captain and sold into slavery before escaping to London and returning to his homeland on an exploratory expedition. Squanto taught the pilgrims, weakened by malnutrition and illness, how to cultivate corn, extract sap from maple trees, catch fish in the rivers, and avoid poisonous plants. He also helped the settlers forge an alliance with a local native tribe, which endured for more than 50 years and remains one of the sole examples of harmony between European colonists and Native Americans. In November of 1621, after the pilgrims' first corn harvest proved successful, Governor William Bradford organized a celebratory feast and invited a group of the fledgling colony's Native American allies. Now remembered as America's first Thanksgiving, although the pilgrims themselves may not have used the term at the time, the festival lasted for three days. Whilst there's no record about what they actually ate on that day, much of what we know about what happened at that first Thanksgiving comes from pilgrim chronicler Edward Winslow. Historians have suggested that many of the dishes were likely prepared using traditional Native American spices and cooking methods. Because the pilgrims had no oven and the Mayflower's sugar supply had dwindled by the fall of 1621, the meal did not feature pies, cakes or other desserts, which have become really common now in contemporary celebrations. Pilgrims held their second Thanksgiving celebration in 1623 to mark the end of a long drought 
that had threatened the year's harvest and prompted Governor Bradford to call for a religious fast. Days of fasting and thanksgiving on an annual or occasional basis became common practice in other New England settlements as well. During the American Revolution, the Continental Congress designated one or more days of thanksgiving a year, and in 1789, George Washington issued the first Thanksgiving proclamation by the national government of the United States. In it, he called upon Americans to express their gratitude for the happy conclusion to the country's war of independence and the successful ratification of the U.S. Constitution. His successors, John Adams and James Madison, also designated days of thanks during their presidencies. In 1817, New York became the first of several states to officially adopt an annual Thanksgiving holiday. Each celebrated it on a different day, however, but in the American South, it was largely unfamiliar with the tradition. In 1827, the noticed magazine editor and prolific writer Sarah Josepha Hale, who was the author, amongst other things, of the nursery rhyme Mary Had a Little Lamb, actually launched a campaign to establish Thanksgiving as a national holiday. For 36 years, she published numerous editorials and sent scores of letters to governors, senators, presidents, and other politicians, earning her the nickname the Mother of Thanksgiving. Abraham Lincoln finally heeded her request in 1863 at the height of the Civil War in a proclamation entreating all Americans to ask God to commend to his tender care all those who have become widows, orphans, mourners, or sufferers in the lamentable civil strife and to heal the wounds of the nation. He scheduled Thanksgiving for the final Thursday in November and it was celebrated on that day every year until 1939 when Franklin D. Roosevelt moved the holiday up a week in an attempt to spur retail sales during the Great Depression. Roosevelt's plan, known derisively as Franksgiving, was met with passionate opposition, and in 1941, the president reluctantly signed a bill making Thanksgiving the fourth Thursday in November. In many American households, the Thanksgiving celebration has lost much of its original religious significance. Instead, it now centers on cooking and sharing a bountiful meal with family and friends. Turkey, a Thanksgiving staple, has become all but synonymous with the holiday. It may or may not have been on offer when the pilgrims hosted the inaugural feast back in 1621. Today, however, nearly 90% of Americans eat the bird. Whether it's roasted, baked, or deep fried, other traditional foods include stuffing, mashed potatoes, cranberry sauce, and pumpkin pie. Volunteering is also also a really common theme on Thanksgiving and communities hold food drives and host free dinners for the less fortunate. I know volunteering down at the local homeless shelter is a really big one and in fact that books out months in advance. It's really hard to try and get in there to be able to go and do that. Parades are also a really big part of the holiday in cities and towns across the US. Presented by Macy's Department Store since 1924, New York City has the Thanksgiving Day Parade and it's the largest and most famous in the country, attracting some 2 to 3 million spectators along its 2.5 mile route and drawing an anonymous television audience. It typically features marching bands, performers, floats conveying various celebrities, and giant balloons shaped like cartoon characters. It's broadcast live on TV, and it's one of those must-sings to to go and have a look at. Beginning in the mid-20th century, and perhaps even earlier, the President of the U.S. has pardoned one or two Thanksgiving Day turkeys each year, sparing the birds from slaughter and selling them to a farm for retirement. A number of U.S. governors also perform the annual turkey pardoning ritual. The other thing, obviously, that's also a really big thing on Thanksgiving is football, where there's two or three games every year. Myself, being a Miami Dolphins fan, the Dolphins are playing tomorrow on Black Friday. And, of course, Black Friday is another part of Thanksgiving. It's the Friday after the holiday, and it's when all of the stores have these massive big sales. You'll go down to the stores, and you'll see fights, and you'll see all sorts of strange things happening over a pair of socks, but just because it's on sale. 
Now, we're very fortunate to have both Bowie and Bree with us today. And girls, I really wanted to know from both of you, your thoughts on Thanksgiving, what you like about it and the things that you that you go and do. So, Bowie, tell me a little bit about yourself and, and Thanksgiving. So, for my opinion, I love the sweet potato pie my dad cooks. It tastes like just like candy and he adds marshmallows in it and it's super good and I love the turkey. Um, We are making apple pie this year. We're going to have gravy with turkey and lots of stuff. So food is a really big thing, obviously, Bowie, for you on Thanksgiving? Yes, I love the food. Now, Bree Bree, tell me about you and Thanksgiving. What do you know about Thanksgiving? What do you like about it? I love the turkey... You are a turkey, aren't you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, but you love the turkey, so you love eating turkey. I love the mashed potatoes. Turkey and mashed potatoes, that's a good combination. Now, I was very fortunate this year that I got to go and see you in a Thanksgiving play. Okay, so what did you get to be in the play? A pilgrim. You were one of the girl pilgrims, and you made a bonnet. A bonnet. And what else did you make? A hat. And what did you have to do in the play? Sing some songs. Can you sing one of those songs for me? All right. And Bowie, tell me about some of the things that you like about Thanksgiving. I like spending time with our friends because um, last year my special song. We ha- had some friends come over and they're coming over today as well. And do you want to sing your special song? One little apple hanging in the tree. Two little apples hanging by me. Five little apples looking at me. The apples are looking at you. <laughs> there must be tricky Thanksgiving I, apples. I we sing that at, at the program. You did. You sung a lot of songs at that play. That was really cool to go and see that the teachers put that on. And they taught you all about the meaning of Thanksgiving. All right, girls. Well, thank you for joining us today on this special Thanksgiving edition of Down Under to Down South. Anything you want to say before you go? Thank you for watching. Bye, y'all. Happy Thanksgiving. Bye. Happy Thanksgiving. Now, we've got the whole family here today because I've got Bicky joining me now, too. And, and I guess you know, we were just talking that as far as Thanksgiving is concerned, it really is one of our favorite holidays. And a big part of that being that it's just not commercialized like the other ones are. There's no presents. It's really about spending time with family and friends and eating some great food. So, Bicky, tell me about Thanksgiving and your perspective on it. I really love this holiday. It's a lot of fun. It's nice to get together with family and friends and just be grateful for everything good that we have in our lives. Um, it's not something that I've grown up with, but it's a custom that I've come to love about being in America. And I feel like it is nice to reflect on what you're grateful for every day, but it's nice to have a special day to do it where you're just grateful and have that in your heart and appreciate your family and your friends for who they are. Yeah, and the food is delicious. Like, I never knew that Thanksgiving food was so good. All the, especially down here in in the South, I feel like the sweet potato pie and the turkey and the mashed potatoes and all that comfort food is really big here, and I'm so glad that we get to experience that. And, of course, being married to an ex-chef really helps as well. (laughs) Yeah. It really does. You do an amazing job. You cook all the food and I'm really grateful for you doing that because food is the way to my heart and you've always cooked the most delicious meals. But what you do with that sweet potato casserole and all the vegetables, the special way you cook them all, 
So today, as far as our lunch or our, or our early dinner is concerned, we're having roast turkey, we're having uh, roast beef, Brussels sprouts, which are going to be done with some balsamic and honey. We've got cauliflower, which we're having with some parmesan and truffle. Oh, what else have we got? We've got carrots, we've got mashed potato, we've got the sweet potato pie. Sweet potato pie, which is topped with pecans or pecans, as we call them in Australia, and uh, marshmallows. I made, for the first time in many, many years, I made a homemade apple pie, I made homemade pastry, all, all of that and more, as I like to say. But yeah, there's going to be a lot of food here, and uh, we've got an hour or so before our guests arrive to start eating. So we better wrap up this podcast podcast today thanks for joining us Bicky. thank you and y'all have a great thanksgiving and uh, we'll catch you next time on down under to down south